Today, Joe Biden, ever optimistic, warns of a winter full of severe illness and death. Can't wait for that. Also, the FDA loosens abortion pill regulations. You can now permanently get abortion pills by mail. Congratulations, everyone. This is a great time that we are having. Uh, And by the way, last show of the year. So we've got a lot in store and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and uh, it's going to be a good one today. We've got another full table for the last show of the year. Yes, I realize that it is only December 17th, uh, but we actually, here at The Blaze, we have, like, families and um, things that we would like to also get done that we don't get to get done during the year because we are here delivering the news to you. So uh, we're getting some time off and we are really, really excited about that. Also, I'm excited that I have a Chad Prather here today, host of the Chad Prather show. I don't America's have time off. I don't take time off because I don't, I don't have family. You know what? They've been marginalized <laughs> well, behind everything else I do. Well, yeah. What I do is important. Yeah. You, well, when you're running for governor and you don't get time off, you chose that. It's true. You chose that. But I understand why you did, As because someone had to step up who was passionate about Texas. I want to sign an executive order to get you new theme music is what I want <laughs> for this show, okay? So that's that's my... Um, you just scored a vote from every single viewer yeah. out there, because we all, we're all in, like in the same camp as you. That's my New Year's The music is not, I know, I realize it, we're working on it. All right, guys, if you have any suggestions, feel free to send them to uh, Sarah at blazemedia.com. I don't know if I'm gonna regret that. Uh, Also joined by John Doyle, Blaze TV contributor. John Doyle, also host of Heck Off Commie. Also doesn't have a family. My entire life is (laughs) dedicated to the cause, particularly Chad's gubernatorial run. I'm his policy coordinator, and within that executive order, I'm going to amend it such that I get to be included in the intro. After almost a year, I will finally, because we're yeah. about inclusivity. I mean, you know, it's true. small government, low taxes, inclusivity. It's up here. Well, so. this is a very sexist show, though. You never have women on. I, you only have dudes. That's because women. No, kind yeah, of, I'm on you here have with Amy. Williams, by the way, Blaze TV hey, contributor. Hey, and I'm a dude. Just so you know. <laughs> well, I was just check. Two, two genders. No, I, I don't need to They're check. Hard to I know. Come by. I know. Women in this industry Women are very hard to come by. Women are not hard to come by. Amy does, Listen, a, Amy does a great job. Savannah I mean, does a great job. Amy, they come on. I love Savannah on Savannah, Amy, come on. Some girl named yeah, Sydney. Sydney. Sydney, we love. Sydney's so deported? busy with her own Wild show. Yeah. <laughs> she been deported. Not yet. Not yet. We do not want her going back to Australia no. right now either. It's Don't uh, do it. scary times over there. Uh, all right, I guess I guess we'll give the people what they want. Uh, the, the news, well, as much news as you can have uh, at the end, towards the end of December here. So Joe Biden said uh, yesterday that Americans who are, of course, unvaccinated, because it's always got to be this class war of uh, vaccinated versus unvaccinated. Americans who are unvaccinated uh, against coronavirus are going to face a winter full of severe illness (laughs) and death. Here is Joe Biden on that. But it's here now, and it's spreading, and it's going to increase. For unvaccinated, we are looking at a winter of severe illness and death for unvaccinated for themselves, their families, and the hospital, they'll soon overwhelm. That's good. I mean, look, I remember when, when before he got elected, I think it was, that he was warning of like a dark winter 
And um, now he's still warning of severe illness and death, which is weird because he also said before he got elected that he was going to end uh, the pandemic. He also he said shut gonna, it down. He also said he's going to cure cancer. Yeah. Uh, but no miracles from Joe. The death rate of, of people with COVID, not from COVID, I don't know that anybody's dying from COVID, but with COVID, is what, 800,000 in America now? But yet the death rate this year is still down. It is down. Overall. Well, it was funny because um, there was one video of this where if you, you're watching him saying this and the ticker on you know CNN or wherever the clip is from, it shows the rates that are that right yeah. next to him and they're they're all down. <clears throat> my my issue down. there is if I said something like that on Twitter, I would get banned. Yeah, absolutely. Like if I said we're about to have a winter of sickness and illness and disease and death and pestilence and the four horsemen of the apocalypse and all that stuff, they'd shut me down. Please don't push misinformation. <laughs> don't do that. I would come with a warning. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Which I, you I should, should anyway. <laughs> I got it tattooed on my ass. You probably should come with a yeah, warning. Only, only, only the president of the United States is spreading doom and gloom because what's the season other than if not to indoctrinate people more, right, and coerce them more? I just want to know with all the money he's printing, can you not hire a cameraman that can hold a damn camera still? <laughs> I mean, good night. What's going you on at the White that. House? That cameraman was drunk. I mean, seriously, look at this, this camera. It's like, what's going on? You're printing money like it's Monopoly, and what's happening there? I mean, maybe the cameraman is as old as Joe. I mean, it's like, what am I doing here? You know, so anyway, John. distracting. Very distracting. John. I think one of the scariest things that we're going to see in the course of the next few decades is as you have, like, universities churning out people who, like, literally don't know how to do anything. They just have all these, like, basically regime vocabulary terms memorized, and they think that this counts as an education. Even something like operating camera. Like, all of the most important jobs in this country, even maybe as unimportant as operating a camera or air traffic controllers, are, they're all going to be replaced by the caliber of people who should be working at, like, the DMV. And basically, like, the people who built the infrastructure of this country are more sophisticated and intelligent than the people who are going to be inheriting it. Like, you know, boomers are boomers, but they still, like, know how to fix things. Like, millennials and Gen Z don't know how to do, like, anything. We just know, like, ideas, and we think that, like, oh, well, actually, Dad, racism means power and not prejudice. And I know this now, and I'm, like, more educated than you, and it's like they get a flat tire, and they're, like, on the phone with AAA. They don't know how to do anything. Yeah, because boomers was raised with nothing. We had to work from when we were 12 years old, and we had to actually do something and earn it. We got to get back. This is my slogan for 2022. Full merit, baby. First place only. Second place, you're a loser. <laughs> yeah. You're a loser, son. I want to go fast. My, my daughter, see how they, my one daughter, and I keep saying, they said, Dad, I want to win. And I said, then run faster. Yeah. And, they, and people heard me, right? And they looked at me and said, what? She wants to win. She's got to go faster. <laughs> I love that. I mean, and it's I love, love, but that. it's yeah. honesty, though. Yeah. Yeah. You want to win, work hard, go faster. Yeah. You can't. Well, they You're need not to go doing slower. No. By not telling I'm them. telling them to run faster <laughs> against you because I want you to be the best of the best. Well, I mean, look. If you're if you're talking about an actual race, your daughter probably is screwed anyway because there's going to be a transgender woman who's going to come in. And, no, I'm and the dad who will tackle the transgender. From the <laughs> I know that that's correct. You know, to John's point, he's right. You can still hang a PhD on a participation trophy. Yep. Right? Mm -hmm. you just you could butter it up. I mean, it's like it's like the tail on a pig, right? It 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 just adds a little decoration. There's no real flavor to the meat being added to it. You know, so these guys they go out there. I keep saying that we're we're we got all these people that are you know. Uh, educated morons that come out of school with a degree and undecided and they don't know what they're doing and they're believing this kind of pablum that the president of the United States is going to keep peddling out there as though that is mm, that is real real think tank kind of stuff mm -hmm. 
and it's it's absolutely clueless. And they just they just hook, line, and sinker buying yeah. this stuff up. Yeah. Well, I so I want to touch a little bit more on just the the propaganda part of this. You know, you obviously have Joe Biden who continues to say things about uh, unvaccinated versus vaccinated, um, particularly when it comes to getting the illness. Which, as we know, even if you're only paying attention to the government scientists, which they say are the only ones that you can listen to, right? You have the CDC director saying this is still transmissible if you are vaccinated. You can still get it. You can still transmit it. Therefore, it's like it's not preventing anything. You have the CDC director saying that. Um, but Joe Biden still continues to peddle these narratives that if you are unvaccinated, you are the dangerous one. Nobody else is. Um, well, Fauci, to add to this propaganda machine, uh, Fauci actually, when he he was interviewed the other day, and he's like, you know what, I think that we should start referring to these, when we say mandates, we really probably should say requirements. I mean, it's more palatable. I think it will be more tolerated from the American people. Here's Fauci. I mean, mandates, if that, that's a radioactive word. Requirements, people seem to respond better to that. Mm. They work. If you look at companies like United mm. Airlines that require their, their mm. people to get vaccinated, they're about 99% vaccinated. The federal government, the federal workers, we have about 97% vaccinated, 99% compliant. You know, one of the problems is we're never going to get out of this outbreak if we still have 50 million people who, for reasons that are still very, very difficult to understand, refuse to get vaccinated when you have a virus that's killed 800,000 Americans and caused 50 million infections. So if people still do not want to get vaccinated, sometimes you have to for the common good, make requirements. Okay, okay, so here's the thing. You want to start talking about 800,000 and 50,000. Yes. Okay, so at what point in time are you going to start revealing the VAERS reports? At what point in time are mm -hmm. you going to advertise these things on television so that you have to name the side effects? And when are you going to deal with the professional footballers who are in Europe yes. who are dropping dead mm -hmm. in the middle of the field? Of and I mean, at one point in time, are you going to talk with those numbers? Because then, if it, because the fact that you won't talk about that makes makes the whole thing a little suspect to me, right? So if you want to tell me I've got a freedom or a freedom to choose or a free will, it's not freedom if I don't have the right to refuse it. Now, maybe I won't refuse it if you'll just tell me the truth, mm -hmm. because you're only talking about one side. You're, you're browbeating me, telling me that I'm one of those bad guys who won't go out there and get the requirement but tell me the other side of the story stop villainizing the news of that mm -hmm. because no. until you do that i will continue to not trust this bs that you're peddling i also love that he says uh the requirements work it's like well what do you mean i want to talk about that what do you mean by work i want to talk right? about that because and that's so pivotal here because this is how they operate yep. it's like hey change the language same mechanism, right. they'll receive it. Let's find the way how we can coerce them best, find the keyword, hire the agency, I fill in the blank, and what word, what word do we need to tell them? Right. What do well, we need like, to tell them but, so that they will comply? But, right? but work to what? Stop COVID or work to no, get you what you want? No, get, get you to do what they want right, you to do. Right, That's right. coercion, 100%. Yeah. Because the, means, the end justifies the means for these people. They don't give a rip. Call it this, call it that. We had the same thing with comprehensive sex ed. They just changed the name and they go, parents, it'll be palpable. Parents will take this. They won't ask questions. You just heard <coughs> it from the dude. That is a fraud. That individual is a fraud. Greatest con man of all okay, time. Okay, he's the greatest con man who is single-handedly responsible for most people losing their lives. Dr. Joe Biden, who says we're going to have death. Well, look at agent number one. This is the guy. Yeah, yeah. Okay? John, you know, we're talking about, uh, he says it works. 
uh, we're talking about works in what regard? Works to control people or works yeah, to actually stop the spread of COVID? And then define works. Like, what do you mean by, like, it's and then what do you mean by yeah. Right, because if you look at South Korea and these other countries, they actually care about their people that are saying, yeah, you maybe should probably get it, but we're not going to mandate it. Like, Japan said that recently. Yes, but they even they have such high vaccination rates and they're not stopping the spread of COVID. Yeah. Because you won't stop the spread right. of COVID with, with, with a vaccine. The practical purpose of it is basically a mass ritual to symbolize allegiance to narratives in, like, the regime. Mm -hmm. And to his point about sort of how they manipulate semantics, one of the greatest propagandists of the 20th century was a guy named Edward Bernays. And even he invented the term public relations because propaganda, what's the word he uses? It's radioactive. Yeah. So it's not propaganda, it's public relations. And it's like, if you look at the way that they study human behavior, and I really, you know, it's kind of this... Um, sort of intuitive knowledge that like, you know, when stuff gets real, stuff hits the fan, you can kind of see like really what people are made of. And there have been people throughout this whole thing in the last two years who have buckled, who I never would have expected would yeah. have done that. And then random people have like risen from the ashes like the Phoenix, like Nicki Minaj being a warrior <laughs> against like, okay, like we'll add her to the roster. But even people like who I really like this guy, but Jordan Peterson coming out basically saying more or less like, oh, if you want things to go back to normal, just get the damn shot. And it's like, well, that's not exactly how these right things there, work. You, you have to talk in the front yeah, of your but mouth. Then he but then he also goes, no, but... But, but even but, some but, conservative... Yeah. Thinkers yeah. have really disappointed me. Yeah, in this. well, because and, they're and, not conservatives. They're well, and, and now they'll come back and go, "Look, they were doing this the entire time." It's like, yeah, yeah we to we told you that in February of 2020. But I will say, and I think this is a positive message to end the year off with, that if you still have not gotten the jab. You kind of have to pat yourself on the back. Like these people put tens of millions of dollars and, and hours of manpower into researching everything that they could do to make you take it. Mm -hmm. Every impediment and roadblock was constructed to make you buckle. Your family was turned against you. Your friends were turned against you. You probably lost your job and you still didn't. So you know, can I tell you something? Yeah. Those are the people who you want in a foxhole with you. It's true. I'm yeah. not vaccinated because Pure we blocks. run on conviction. Right. We yeah, have I'm moral not, conviction. And we I'm going to get my crowd. I'll tell you how much I believe in being unvaccinated. I, and I'm not, and I had no intention of getting vaccinated, whatever that means anymore. Uh, I'm going to get my vasectomy reversed because this sperm is the new Bitcoin. <laughs> Guaranteed. It's pure, baby. It's pure. It's, a hot it's pure, baby. Uh, you know, it's funny because we I'm gonna, talked I'm going to get it reversed, freeze a bunch of it up, and start selling this stuff black market. We're going to have little Chad babies running all over the place. I don't think my wife will approve of that because well, you're not married. I'm married. So I can't pull that stunt. But, but I'm with you. There's a pure. There's I'm a, a free market thinker, baby. There's just, a purity here. Just yeah. be careful because in some liberal uh, places, they'll like make you pay child support. For those babies. Yeah, they probably would. <laughs> I'm going to get the vaccine right in my... Never mind. <laughs> uh, John, last word. You look like you want to say something. <laughs> I was honestly just kind of thinking about The Handmaid's Tale, and I was like, maybe that wouldn't be such a bad thing if all of a sudden we had, like, a couple million Chad Prathers, right? Like, <laughs> Hold on now. She just talked about child support. Yeah. <laughs> he's not... He's not uh, all right. You know what? Let's let's take a break and, and get back to it. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Built Bar. So, uh, Built Bar... If you guys have not heard us talk about Bill Bar, rave about Bill Bar, I should say. Yako, I know, is on yes. the Bill Bar train. I'm on with the train. Me. Um, his kids eat My them. My kids eat it. His wife My loves wife them. My wife loves it. Uh, they yeah. just came out with it. You're going to love hearing this. They just came out with a new flavor. Uh, well, a couple, but one of them is gingerbread. And it is 
gingerbread. So good. The carrot yes. cake's really good. They're all really yeah. freaking good. Yeah. Uh, so Built Bar is what you want around when you don't want to expand your waistline, but you have a sweet tooth and you're constantly like going to the pantry trying to eat all of these delicious treats, especially around Christmas because everyone is bringing everything to your house that is like all bad for you and you shouldn't eat. All right, but Built Bar has got you covered. Uh, they're all covered in 100% chocolate and they're a protein bar. So they're going to have high protein. They're going to fill you up, make you feel satisfied, but they're going to be low in calories, low in sugar, low in net carbs so that you can stay on track. You got to go to the website, check them out. They have a ton of different flavors. So pick whichever ones uh, suit you, but I'm telling you, they're all delicious. You can't go wrong. If you go to built.com, use promo code news 15, you'll get 15% off of your order. That is news 15 for 15% off over at built.com. The FDA has reversed a previous rule and will now permanently allow women to get uh, the abortion pill by mail. Um, this is uh, it's interesting. So the the AC the ACLU actually was challenging the current rules regarding how and where a woman may receive a medication induced abortion. And uh, the Biden administration loosened these regulations and restrictions earlier this year, um, of course, reversing. They are like, we're reversing everything that Trump did uh, for better or worse. And it's weird because like literally everything is for worse that they are reversing. But uh, so now this pill, which I don't know how to say it, and I actually am quite proud of that. Uh, Miffy Mifepristone, I don't know. To be, it is to be prescribed by a telemedicine appointment and to be delivered by mail. Uh, the FDA made this decision in hopes that allowing patients to receive abortion medication by mail would lower the risk of spreading coronavirus. So, so how do you fight? How do you fight? If you're the left, how do you fight? And this is where the show gets serious. How do you fight the movement towards reversing Roe v. Wade? What's happening in Texas? Heartbeat bill in Oklahoma? Mm -hmm. You just flood the market. Yeah with a death by mail drug. Yeah. And how do you get it? Through a doctor? Oh no, telemedicine. Tell them, we're just gonna do death by mail. Mm -hmm. And they're proud of it. We're gonna distribute some, but that's right. <clears throat> they're also bringing fentanyl in across the border and the kids are dying from fentanyl, fentanyl at droves. So it's just, this administration is just spreading death. And they want to say that... The, well, the left has always been die. merchants of death, right? Whether it's euthanasia or abortion or the, the myth of overpopulation or crowd, you know, population control, eugenics, you mm -hmm. name it. I mean, Margaret Sanger, I mean, 85% of abortion clinics are within walking distance of an urban community. They're merchants of death. I mean, that's all they've ever known. That's all they ever mm -hmm. speak. Even going back to our earlier conversation of changing language, a prostitute is no longer a hooker or a, a you know, sex she's, sex she's a sex worker, work right? So you, you don't even call it abortion anymore. It's pro-choice. I mean, what's the opposite of being pro-life? You're pro-death. Mm -hmm. They're not going to say that, so mm -hmm. you say it's pro-choice. So again, they, they find these ways to take the worst of society the, the the most i mean you know if, if you if you <laughs> if, if you had let's say you were in the animal kingdom right oh god we can't talk about the animals we can abort babies but we can't talk about animals but let's say you had this this one you know prize champion bloodline dog that every time she had a litter of puppies she ate them all Right. You'd be like, something's wrong with that dog. <laughs> yeah. Like something's wrong with that dog. Yeah. And I've said it before. If every time, you know, if, if, if every time you drive past a Planned Parenthood, your phone automatically logs into the Wi-Fi, you might ought to back off a little bit. <laughs> like you, you're visiting way too much. Yeah. Stop eating your young. Yeah. Please. But they do. That would be do. nice. You know what? We should go hunt. Okay. 
We should go hunt. I'm going. Because I go. believe the animals are here to f- for us to eat. I'm a meat gatherer. I'm a meat I, gatherer. I thought you guys were talking about like the, the bounty hunting for 10,000. <laughs> no, we, like, no, we, we hunt that every day. We're I, merchants I mean, of death, John Doyle. I, well, so <laughs> for meat. I do think it's interesting that their their reason for uh, loosening these restrictions, John, was that, you know, well, there's a deadly pandemic. We don't want people to die from COVID. And it's like, but so you're giving, you're like actually... Right. Ensuring that there will be death a lot. <laughs> by making these regular, so yeah, it's yeah. like I mean I don't mean to laugh, but it's just what else can you do at this point? It's just so ridiculous to think uh, that the Democrats can say with a straight face that they're the ones who care about people's lives. Yeah, I think the effectiveness of the abortion pill is probably like ninety nine point nine nine percent or something, whereas the likelihood of a child dying from COVID is like point oh 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 one percent or something. Yeah. It works yeah. out. The right. math works. So, right. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Good it's point. like um, Good point. Guys, but we're going to kill the, way more with these. But they've coerced the American people to buy into a notion that this is this is this is the right thing to do, and they've Listen. you know, and so so now it's not death anymore. Now it's like no, that doesn't count. COVID counts, but the abortion pill, to your point, that's pretty dang successful. That. You know, that's fine. That's okay. So, well, and you this this full screen that keeps popping up on the deal. Oh, I mean, gosh. when you played the clip, I was on the yes. show a few weeks ago. Yes. You did it. These people are celebrating yeah. the right to 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 destroy. That's a sickness. The, that's the, a mental disorder. Their fertilized egg. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to get scientific and anatomically correct, you know, you want to. I mean, I mean, you know, again, taking the religion away from it, you want to you want to destroy your fertilized egg. Women could do something that men can't do, contrary to what you know, current. Woke mob mentality says women have a very special gift that they're created to do. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, and they, they're celebrating their right to destroy that. So glad you That's just said just that because I still ch- I still yes. challenge every man to do that for me. Yeah, just show me your uterus, push a baby out. Go to okay? go to the uh, yeah. go to the gynecologist and just tell me where they put that speculum. That's why abortion has always been like their most prized accomplishment as a political movement because it represents like the total inversion of reality. Like that which defines womanhood, the ability to create life is now destroyed and they have to take that and they have to hold on to it because if they lose that, then like really nothing else really holds as much substance. And it even inverts like the gender roles. Like women aren't, you know, nurturing their children, they're killing them. Or men aren't protecting their children, they're like allowing for them to be killed because everybody has this very selfish mentality. I think it's interesting too how these people are, you know, so pro-love and you know oh we have to save everybody from COVID and save the people it's like what are you really living for like these people have no convictions like they're they outsource their conviction to like whatever the screen people are telling them that's right and if you have a conversation (laughs) with them they don't ever say anything insightful or original Mm -hmm. and I feel really bad for my generation in particular because we've grown up with this like hyper consensus filter through social media so like I would imagine you guys in high school used to be able to you know sit at a lunch table with random kids and have like relatively normal conversations Mm -hmm. When I would do that, it's the same memes, the same jokes, the same, did you see that episode of The Office? Because everything, because you're so worried about, you know, breaking from that, like, group norm that now you're all saying, like, the same things that people just aren't interesting anymore. So it's like... the art of critical thinking and original thought and original thinking is out the window. Just look at Hollywood. The writing is terrible. Terrible. Creativity has been stifled. Completely stifled. They're clinging to life, but it's like, what are you really living for? Like, to go to Chipotle and watch Netflix and get high. Like, this is your life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you guys see that, um, just on the on the pro-life issue, did you guys see that video that was going viral? I think it originated on TikTok, I don't know. Uh, but it was a, a guy holding a newborn and he said, I wouldn't let her get an abortion and so she left us. 
mm-hmm. and like he's like I'm not mad about it because now I have you hey, know, good he's like, for I, him. Wouldn't, I wouldn't have changed a thing oh you should have seen the hate he was getting good for that I know I know three single dads right now right three single dads not from an abortion situation but where the moms went woke and it was just too much of a responsibility mm. to be a mother because the world told them they could be a dolphin tomorrow if they wanted to. And these dads stepped in. Now, I was raised by a single mom, so moms can do everything. Yeah. But there's a huge well, I mean, they can't when they shift. right because when they completely neglect their responsibilities, then that's they won't. Terrible. Right? They can, but they won't. Terrible. Can but won't. Jeez. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. depressing. Uh, all right, well, let's let's go ahead and take a break, and uh, we've got more uh, around the corner. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Enemies Within the Church. There is a new documentary film out right now. It is called Enemies Within the Church. It is, let me just tell you this, it's a film that the compromised evangelical establishment doesn't want you to see, which should already be make you go, you know what, I think I need to see this. It exposes the people who are selling out the church to postmodernism and, of course, all the money behind it because you always have to follow the money. This postmodern takeover within Christianity includes agendas commonly known as social justice, intersectionality, critical race theory, neo-Marxism. It's obviously, you guys know this, it is very dangerous to the fabric of our faith and this film exposes the enemies that are coming into the church and the trap that they have set for the rest of the congregation. To understand the way out of that trap, uh, you got to first understand how you fell into it and enemies within the church helps to do that. Uh, It brings together Christian voices from across the nation and around the world. Now it's time to put their message in front of the church so that all of us can faithfully seek the truth. You got to see this film. If you're Christian, if you're a patriot, whoever you are, you need to see this film and share it with everyone you know. Uh, You can go buy the DVD or purchase the pay-per-view streaming at enemieswithinthechurch.com. Remember to share it. It is enemieswithinthechurch.com. A search warrant was issued uh, yesterday for the Uh phone of Alec Baldwin as investigators are still probing the circumstances behind the lethal, they say accidental shooting uh, on the set of Rust, which was, of course, Baldwin's latest movie. Um, This was documented in a court filing. This all happened in Santa Fe, New Mexico. So this is where the court filing was. Uh, The October 22nd shooting. Jeez, I can't believe it was that long ago. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, the October 22nd shooting took the life of, of course, uh, 42-year-old cinematographer uh, Halnia Hutchins and wounded 48-year-old director Joel Souza. It, this, the circumstances surrounding this have been so bizarre, uh, at least what has been released that we know. I know Alec Baldwin just recently went on an, an interview, what was it, ABC News, and he said the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. I would never point a gun at someone and pull the trigger on them, never, which is weird because the trigger had to have been pulled at least twice, you would think. Um, but uh, now there was kind of radio silence for a while. And now uh, there was a, there is a search warrant for his phone. You know, I think that uh, these elites or whatever you want to refer to them as, they, they've lived. And what have I said forever? As long as you've known me, I've always said you, you build that house of cards on a bad foundation mm-hmm. and the least little breath of common sense is going to make the whole thing fall yeah. down. Yeah. These people have lived in la-la land and outside of reality and just this fractured reality for so long that they do think they're above the law. One encouraging thing that I am seeing is a certain trend of of the real world reminding them that they don't. So, yes. Jesse Smollett, the Bubba Wallace noose thing, this situation that's gone on, the Rittenhouse trial, the coffee trial, the Ahmed Marbury trial, all these different things that we're seeing that are happening. It's almost like, hmm. 
Maybe the real world speaking back and saying, yeah, we're not going to continue to let you guys create this false reality script that's out there. And yeah, I mean, if anybody who knows how a revolver works, his whole thing on Stephanopoulos was a bunch of BS. Mm -hmm. It physically, you can't build a revolver to work the way he says that that happened. To, To your point, though, other actors in Hollywood, Snyder have come out and did these specials. I don't know if you've seen them. Yeah. Where they bring, and I talked to John. Yeah. I talked where to they John. Bring the, where they bring the actual revolver out. Yeah. They explain the action, the hammer, one, two, three clicks. Can't go, well, here's what's happened, I can tell you. Right. His finger was on the trigger. He had the trigger pulled. He did pull the hammer back, and he let yeah. it go. Yeah. And it's going to fire, because the trigger releases the hammer. There's no other way to do it. Right. And so, look, here's the, here's the irony, though. As a filmmaker, your liability insurance... If he's just honest and said, look, it's an accident on a film set, there was not supposed to be a bullet in there. Yes, he was supposed to check it, but he was not going to have long-term consequence for this anyway. There's other huge accidents. We talked about, you know, helicopters killing kids, yeah. you know, on, on film sets before. And there's other huge accidents that have happened. So, so the cover-up from the beginning was even so far beyond where he needed to go with it yeah. because they can't be responsible for anything. It's always someone else's fault. Even if they caught red-handed, it's got to be someone else's fault. And they go, well, listen, even if it, you did pull the trigger, sure, you're going to be charged with something, but he wasn't going to see jail time. No way. Well, because he's on a film set, and there shouldn't have been a bullet in there, and who did it, and there's mm-hmm. just too much going on, too many moving parts, right? But now they've made it into a debacle. Now, because it's not, it's not premeditated. Can't prove that. It's impossible. He's on a film set. Accidents do happen. So for me, it's just this constant cover-up. They're in constant cover-up mode of anything. Well, I, I'm just curious, and maybe there has been, but I mean, has there been any form of ballistics report of the bullet? Obviously, they had to have recovered it, right? So was this something lodged in the barrel? Was this something that was loaded into the gun, into the cylinder? I, these are the kind of things well, the that answer a Susa. lot. The bullet was in They pulled the bullet out because the bullet went through her. It was through, through her and into, through and through. into the director. Yeah. So they pulled the bullet, one fired, they pulled the bullet out of him. So there's ballistics. They have the yeah. Those are things that answer a lot of questions. Yeah, yeah. But John, it's interesting how he insisted on doing that interview too on what was it, ABC? Yeah, Stephanopoulos. His PR team should have, or probably at least, tried to like veto that because, like Yako said, it's like blowing it way out of proportion. Mm -hmm. But it's like these these celebrity types are almost addicted and and they need that sort of like validation. He had to be the victim. He had to be the victim. So he had to come out instead of just like letting it kind of blow over and you know it being unfortunate it's forgotten about. He had to make it like oh no people might not like me as Mm -hmm. much. He had to go on do the interview just like you know sort of ride that wave of uh, his uh, Donald Trump impression on like SNL sort of being like oh yeah we like this guy he's one of us and he was (laughs) afraid of that being taken away from him. Mm -hmm. And then he came off so just messy in that interview did not help it just made it so much worse well i mean it was just so bizarre to hear him saying um well someone's responsible but not me right not not me someone's responsible but not me especially coming from i mean him specifically but just generally speaking the anti-gun crowd who is constantly like you know you you're responsible whether like they want everyone to take responsibility. They want, uh, you know, parents to take responsibility for what their kids do. They want the gun manufacturer to take responsibility for what, uh, you know, a bank robber does. I mean, they want all of this responsibility to be taken. But he literally is in charge of the gun, and he can't at least say, yeah, I didn't check it, and I should have checked it because I was the one who was holding it, and that's just gun safety 101. I mean, he can't even, he can't even say that. And I promise you his legal team would have told him, look, he, he was not going to go to jail. This is not, it's an accident. Yes, unfortunately, he was going to, on his record, it was going to happen. I mean, why the search warrant, though? 
Well, because now he's with he's lying. He's yeah. lying. He's withholding evidence. He's blowing it over. He goes. Dude, should have learned from Smollett. The guy, the gun <laughs> fired itself. The guy, I didn't pull the trigger. That's the biggest baloney. So they're making it, but they, it's entrapment. It's self entrapment because they do want to spur this up as he's the victim. And can we have you know well, sympathy on him? And now all of a sudden it's out of control. And you remember the little control. the little paparazzi street interview he did where he's like the sheriff has told me not to say anything no no sheriff in the world would tell you not no. to say right. anything they no want you to talk yes. as much as you possibly can there's probably can. text messages in that line this is why there's a discovery for his phone right and when they're going all oh, right now we gotta dig in because something doesn't add up well and add on to that uh, apparently detectives tried to get the phone from him voluntarily and his lawyer said you can seek a warrant if you want this phone so you gotta believe at this point if they've been given a heads up I don't know how much is still on the phone at this point, right? Uh, or the phone met the hammer. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's like, I, oh, what uh, phone? Hey, Hillary, I got an issue. <laughs> <laughs> how, did, exactly. how did you destroy those phones again? Exactly. Who's the boy, that, who's that the boy you coerced? Who's <laughs> the little staffer, the male boy who you coerced with a five-pound hammer? Why does Chad have Hillary's phone number, though? <laughs> I got Hillary. Trust me. Chad no, has everyone's phone number. I want to see his, never mind, his photo album is what I was going to say, but yeah, never mind. Well, it'll be interesting to see uh, how this plays out, because the story kind of went away for a while, and you thought, okay, I guess they've wrapped it up, nothing else is going to happen, mm -hmm. and now, uh, I mean, at least the, the cops are still working on it, maybe there will be accountability. This is where I want these things to go into the court of law, because the perjury will come, because they'll lie under oath. And they, they can't help it. To John's yeah, point, yeah, they're too arrogant. They never, they never think that they're. It's going an to opportunity help. for the limelight. Yeah. What did Tom? Oh, you know did you when, love when he cried in that interview? Oh my gosh. She, she was my friend. She yeah. was my friend. Yeah. Remember, you're talking <laughs> no, to an wasn't. actor. Yeah. Remember, you're talking to an actor. Yeah. Here's the deal. Remember when Tom Cruise was bouncing up and down? Uh, um, was it Oprah? Oprah's Oprah. couch, yeah. and he said, "You know, call me good, call me bad, just spell my name right." That's Hollywood's mantra. Mm -hmm. This is an opportunity for him to go. Oh, I can win their hearts. I'm gonna cry on cue. Mm -hmm. Same with Smollett. Yeah. Same deal. Yeah. He just doesn't work. Like a bigger fool. This, yeah. this was my friend. I know. It was just like, dude. Like, we went to dinner. They picked me up from the airport and we went to dinner. Then I would say, what? so why did you shoot that's her? What, that's what, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So was your friend, so why did you shoot her? I don't want to be her? your friend. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, thank you. Uh, all right, we've got, uh, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Bambi. So if you're an entrepreneur, you're a business owner, you already know this. I'm not telling you anything you don't know, but HR issues can totally kill your business, kill your productivity. You could have wrongful termination suits. Uh, you've got all of these minimum wage requirements and labor regulations to remember. There's a lot of red tape here when it comes to big government bureaucracy. And uh, HR manager salaries are not cheap. They're an average of $70,000 a year. So this is where Bambi comes in. All right. Bambi will give you a dedicated HR manager that can craft your HR policy, maintain all of your compliance. They are remembering all of the regulations so you don't have to. And it's only going to cost you $99 a month. They're going to change your HR from your biggest liability to your biggest strength. By the way, your dedicated HR manager is available by phone, email, real-time chat, however you would like to communicate with them. They can do onboarding. They can do terminations. They can customize your policies to fit your business help you manage your day-to-day -day for $99 a month. And guys, I'm, I, I say this all the time. I'm not great at math. I do believe that $99 a month is way cheaper than $70,000 a year. This is going to be month to month. No hidden fees. You can cancel any time. Uh, let's let you get working on why you started your business, which is to profit, not handle HR nightmares. You can go to Bambi.com slash matters right now to schedule your free HR audit. That is B-A-M-B-E-E, Bambi.com slash matters. 
Joe Biden just can't stop pissing off uh, the radicals in his base. He so during the uh, during the 2020 election, he was campaigning and he committed to canceling ten thousand dollars of student loan debt per borrower. And uh, more than 11 months now, we're coming up on a year. He has not only not fulfilled that promise, um, he actually had previously extended a pause in student loan repayments uh, that was initially introduced by the CARES Act that was passed in March 2020 uh, during the coronavirus pandemic. And um, it had been extended by Donald Trump. And he uh, is not granting another extension of the pause, even though some Democrats have called for him to do so. And this has caused them to just, I mean, all of these people, they're like, why did we vote for you, Joe? We thought you were going to give us free stuff. And now you're not giving us the free stuff you promised us. And we're really pissed off about this. Uh, that includes Congresswoman Ayanna Presley, who said, let's make it plain. Student debt, <laughs> student debt is policy <laughs> violence. We'll keep fighting to relieve families across the country to make sure our policies and budgets reflect their, their lived experiences and that we build this grassroots movement to cancel student debt together. So now student debt is policy violence. You cannot make this crap up if you tried. John, you are the youngest one at the table, so I am going to, uh, to give you a uh, first word on this. I don't have any student loans because I didn't go to college because I'm a preeminent genius. But <laughs> on that note, I actually agree with her to a certain extent about like student debt being policy violence. I don't know if I would use that. Violence? In, violence? In a way, yeah. And I don't know if I would use that exact vernacular, but like, think about it. We have an obligation. I made a mistake going to him first. Well, anyways, we have an obligation as conservatives to like look out for our fellow countrymen. And I don't think that uh, the average person my age, frankly, has the agency to understand like exactly what they're doing. So like, we have a system set up now to where people are paying and becoming debt slaves to memorize the vocabulary of the narratives of the regime. And then they're, they've been taught that the only way that they can have some sort of good quality of life is by pledging allegiance to that and basically begging the government to give that to them. But then the government's saying, no, we're actually going to make you pay that back. And so then they're like screwed and they don't exactly know what to do. So I would like for like a competent right-wing administration to get in and to go after the universities to seize the endowments. Like I'm not principally opposed to canceling student debt. I would be in favor of seizing like university funds and doing something like that. But canceling it just so that, you know, people can be incentivized to go into school like debt-free, I think is stupid and the wrong approach. But I'm not exactly opposed to it being, uh, you know, policy violence, so to speak, I guess. You love playing their game, John, when it suits you. Yeah, that's how you win. That's why they're winning. You have to play and you'll fight fire with fire against uh, these John, people. John, let me tell you something. Yeah, I, I agree with that, but calling everything violence is yeah. like, oh. It's so like, effective. No, no, it's not. No, John. If everything is violence, then nothing is violence. Oh, I wouldn't actually call it violence. I disagreed with the vernacular. John, you go to okay, West Texas and you mess with a rattlesnake. That sucker's going to bite you. You can't mess with snakes. These are vipers. They're serpents in government, and they want to call everything violence because they want to desensitize you to violence. You know what this reminds me of? 1994. I'm in South Africa, did my service. Nelson Mandela comes out of prison. He becomes the president. He promises every black South African a washing machine. Okay? It's a promise he makes. Mm -hmm. Okay? Nobody got washing machines. Cities burned. Okay? This guy is going to have his own people turn on him because the mm -hmm. promises he made was a little more than the washing machine. It's yeah. like thousands and thousands of dollars of free money. And then he kind of teased them with some free money. Oh, yeah. Right. And now when it's the big free money that needs to come, he goes, well, wait a minute. Maybe I overstepped a little bit. Go after him. I tell the radical left. Hey, what did you say? Eat your own. Go eat. Them. Yeah, I like to pop popcorn and watch the entire thing burn yeah. to the ground. 
Um, I don't like I don't like the public school system in America, and I call it the school system, not the education system, because we're not educating kids anymore. We're not teaching complexity of thought or any critical thinking in any way, shape, or form. Now, listen, I got a daughter that just graduated from a university. Uh, Two weeks ago, she just finished up, and I've got another one graduating from another university in the spring. They went through it. They did it the right way, right? They went in knowing how to think, and they used it for what it was. But they're not coming out of it with you know hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. They don't have a degree in undecided like so many uh, of these folks do. They knew why they were going because they knew where they were coming from. They knew who they were, and they knew where they're going. Uh, and most people don't have that sense of identity or destiny. So, I, look, I've been in Rwanda. I watched people be stoned to death. So, And they used vernacular like violence, policy violence. That's stupid. Um, the real world actually knows what violence is. Yeah. You, you being in debt is not violence, mm-hmm. okay? Um, and, it's and it's so, basically, in their words, everything is violence except for actual violence. Right. I mean, you can, you can, you can take forceps and, or in a vacuum and suck your child right. out of your uterus. That's not violence. Right. But this, going in debt, to get an education, to get a, a bachelor of arts and undecided, that that's that's violence. <laughs> Doesn't make sense to me. So I, I'm fine to watch the entire thing. Look, when you've got a quote unquote Republican uh, governor here in the state of Texas who is solely responsible for appointing the board of regents that oversees that's all right. the colleges and universities yes. in this state, and every one of them are lefty lunatic progressives, uh, it's like they're all in this thing together. So I say burn the entire system to the ground. It's an agenda driven thing, and if you're choosing to go in into it with a, with a wrong mindset, and I agree a lot with what John just said. Um, if you don't have the, 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 the vehicular capability in your brain to process what yeah. you're going into, then you know what? You kind of deserve to walk out of it with your ass handed to you. Mm. Uh, you brought up Governor Abbott. What happened to him? I'd love to know. You know, I think whenever somebody goes in, when, when they're your delegated representative to, to lead in an elected office, you really want them to do a good job. Like, I wanted Barack Obama to do a good job. I, I wanted Donald Trump to do a There was a point in time I, I thought want, Abbott was doing a good I job. I want Joe Biden. I voted twice for Greg Abbott. I, did I too. wanted Greg Abbott. I believed Greg Abbott was going to do I a did j- too. good job. But, you know, he just hasn't done a good job because what happened to him is he became a big government shill. Mm-hmm. It all comes down to the money. You have to look at where the money's coming That's from, right. where it originates from, whether whether it's on the other side of the border, whether it's from George Soros, whether it's from uh, Big Pharma, whether it's from clinics that specialize in the modification of children's gender, uh, all across the board. You just have to look. And somehow that money and that power has a very influential way of changing a person's heart because when they become more politician than they are a person, we got a problem. Mm-hmm. And, it, and the money will always call. The money yeah. will call the favor. Yeah, it will call. It. Because no money is free money. Yeah. Uh, John. Quick last word as as Prather's, uh, what'd you call yourself, policy coordinator? True. I like um, this. Yeah, I, I think that the strategy is to sit back and relax and watch the university systems burn to the ground. But <laughs> yeah. my amendment as the policy coordinator would just be that we have to one, be the ones to light the match, basically. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair. Yeah, that's we're fair. the pilot light. Uh, all right, we got to take a break. We'll be back. I got some gasoline for <laughs> Somehow that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> got some gasoline for Hey, if you were just thinking to yourself, what can we get uh, the people at the News and Why It Matters something for Christmas? What can we get them? What you can do is very simple. You can go over to wherever you get your audio podcasts. You can subscribe, rate, and review the News and Why It Matters. It will help more people be able to find the show. It will also cancel out all of the lefties who came at us over the Kyle Rittenhouse thing, which is weird because I'm like, you have the wrong podcast. This wasn't the podcast that Kyle was on, uh, but they singled me out, and we appreciate all of the reviews that we've gotten in from that. Here's one from 
Agard fam, I, I, I think. Great show, five stars. Chad is a great influence on Sarah. <laughs> he always brings out her true feelings about the subjects. Keep bringing him back. Keep bringing Yaku and Eric back. And keep up the good work on this show. Good job, Sarah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Who would say that you were a good influence on I don't me? know. We got a new song out, though. We do have a new song out. It's very, uh, I think it was cancel culture that went after this song. Yes, we it brought was. It back. Yeah, we did. We were like, you are not taking away this song from us. Uh, we did. It's Baby, It's Cold Outside. And um, we just were like, yeah, let's, we just messed around and went to go. I mean, we messed did around one, with the song. Did it one take. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Then we messed like, around. Let's go. <laughs> no, no. Uh, let's go. Let's go lay it down. So we did. You can find it on Apple Music. You can find it on YouTube. We wish you all a Merry Christmas, and uh, we will leave you with this song. See you next year, guys. I wish I knew Your eyes how are like starlight to break now. the spell. Wow, oh, who is that? That's really good. That's good. <laughs> I ought to say no, no. Mind if I move in At least I'm gonna say that I tried Lost the sense and hurt in my pride I really can't stay How about it's cold outside Hey old Hollywood Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts